Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Building Your Business right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Vince Delmonte. We are going to be talking about fitness biz coach. That's what he is. It's about making a seven-figure online business, fitness business work. How did he did it? How did he build it? And it's a multiple seven-figure online fitness business. So there's got to be something he's doing right. And how is he going to share that with you? Well, part of that is that he is a faith-based entrepreneur. He really does truly and utterly believe, and he goes to that for his source and his power to help him do what he needs to do. Today he's a proud husband and a father of three children and living proof that faith followers can build widely successful businesses with integrity, without sacrificing family, without working stupid hours or selling gimmicky products. Painfully many, go, many years ago, he was known as Skinny Vinny, who couldn't get the girl. Meeting a professional level bodybuilder in his church changed his life and paved the path for all people that he's helped over the years, starting with Skinny Guys and now the serious fitness online business coach uh, waiting to scale to six and seven figures business. So certainly I love when adversity you know, those negative things that you think are going to crush you and, and you buy into it and you think, this is it, I will never get the girl. And, and how, you know, just that one person, as they say, the teacher will come when the student is ready. And we have to be open and ready to receive, don't we? Welcome to the show, Vince. Oh, wow, what an intro. Thanks, Sarah. So the ready to receive. Um, very often we get tapped on the shoulder and with this bit of information and that bit of information, we ignore it because we're too, too caught up in the problem. But when you actually surrender and give yourself over, you know, to the faith, then that teacher that you are needing will appear and you're ready to receive it then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm a product of coaches my whole life. I think, uh, I had um, a sense, I don't know where it came from, but that I needed help, maybe because I wasn't good in school naturally, and I seemed like other people were, uh, but uh, getting help from somebody always seemed to be a logical thing to do. Now you see, you know, ego can creep into the picture and pride and all sorts of different emotions, and um, I found that um, I didn't have this terminology back then, but feedback's the breakfast of champions, so... Mm. You know, all through high school, I was a runner, university, I was a runner, and all the top athletes had coaches. So it was just, it was natural to seek out, you know, what you'd call as mentorship today in the business world. And uh, I'm just really good at doing what I'm told mm -hmm. and not having to overthink. And I think um, when you have somebody who's already done what you want to do and achieved it in excess, I, I just like to trust that person because. I think my background in running really helped me because I saw so many different runners running with different uh, approaches and they were all getting great results. So I never was, I never was kind of like always sold on like there was all, there's a right way and a wrong mm -hmm. way. I was open-minded about there's different ways to build this. And I always align with people that 
uh, built it in a way that I resonated with. So, you know, people that were open about their faith, because that's something that I wanted to do. People that were real and raw, as mm-hmm. opposed to super sciencey. So I resonated with coaches versus maybe coaching. And I think that really opened up my mind to, huh, maybe I can build a business just being myself and not having to be like that guy or that guy or that guy. So that's, that's something we teach our students now. Well, you know, that is one of the things in any coaching, if it's a viable coaching, is to teach people to be themselves. Mm -hmm. And everybody, I want to be just like so-and-so. I want to be just, no, no. You are beautifully unique as you are. What we need to do is hone into what is your beautiful gift and really nurture that gift because that is what you're bringing to the table. You know, comparison is deadly because when we compare, we're not seeing the, the awesomeness that we are. You know, we're so busy trying to mimic everybody else that we forget we lose ourselves completely. And we're not meant to be someone else. We're meant to be inspired by someone else to discover who we are and what our aptitudes are, what our gifts are, and to nurture and nourish those so that they can serve others. No, absolutely. I I always say that comparison is a thief of joy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It really Mm -hmm. is. You know, I tell our students you just to run in your lane and uh, to stay in your lane. It's okay to be kind of inspired by some of the other runners, but if it's to the point where you're turning your head so much, you run into somebody else's lane, you get disqualified, as we recently seen in the Olympics. You yes. Know, start to get a false start and then four years down the drain, just like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's it's so easy to get discouraged and it's so easy to start, you know, doubting yourself. And uh, it's so easy to get distracted. And I just really reassure people that, you know, run your race. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people are going to sprint. Uh, some people are going to jog. Some people are going to walk. Some people are going to crawl. But find a pace that's sustainable. I come from a running background, so I can really relate to this. And we've seen, I've seen, uh, you know, so many athletes, they go out too hard early in the season. They peak yes. early. And then they, you know, they get injured or something happens. I always have appreciated that building a business is like running a marathon. You have to have a long game mentality and be ready to run those final six miles, which is where most people drop out in the race. Or trip up on somebody else's foot in front of you because you're so busy trying to catch up to them. Then next thing you know, you're flat on the ground and you've not if you even get back up you've lost precious seconds and we know you know a minuscule of a second can cost you the the medal and you know ultimately in sports you know people are out there to do their best and um if you win the medal fantastic that's the ultimate goal but it's not always about what it's about it's just knowing that you are putting something out there that really is serving other people and again don't compare don't measure just know in yourself, can you really look in the mirror in yourself and say, am I putting my best foot forward? Am I doing my best? Yeah. And when you, when you do that, I think people can, um, you know, be okay when things don't go as planned, because mm-hmm. if you ran the best race possible and you didn't place the way you hope, like, do you have anything to feel bad about? Right. But if, you, if your business isn't growing and it's because you're distracted and trying things that you weren't supposed to be doing, then you're going to have regret. So I always, you know, stay present in what you're working on right now. And it's hard these days because everybody's got a different, you know, magic wand. So yes. got a new solution. So it really requires a lot of focus. And um, 
yeah, staying in that process, staying in the race, because, you know, it starts getting painful. And that's when people start getting tempted to, is it really supposed to be this hard? Mm -hmm. (laughs) No one told me it was going to be this hard. I must be in the wrong race. Mm -hmm. Must be another race that's not as hard to run. And then they go, that's their cycle their whole life, bouncing from race to race to race, not realizing, no, it's painful for everybody. So, But that's why the reward is so good. Exactly. You yeah. know, you've put in the sweat, you've put in the tears, you know, you, your body can feel it. And, you know, you knocked a, a, another second off your best time. And it doesn't matter, right. you didn't win, you're like, ha, ah, you know, I, I got a little further. I, you know, I did my best. I can be proud of that. But there is, um, you know, what is it? The no pain, no gain. Uh, it yeah. doesn't have to be painful, but yeah. it is going to challenge you. It yeah. is going to make sure that you actually uh, put in the work because that's the only way you're going to get the rewards. And that goes for anything you do in life. Yeah, I, I like that distinction. Like it's uncomfortable, but it's oh. not so painful that you're, you know, you're going to essentially have to, you know, quit. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of help people reframe the start of the journey where they feel very overwhelmed. And I, and I let them know like, that's okay, because it's better to be a little overwhelmed than underwhelmed. Yeah. It means it overwhelm is a sense of growth. So, but yeah, um, helping people manage those feelings that can, that can be either the, the reframe that helps them to keep going or the, um, you know, the thing that they say, ah, forget it. So. Yeah. yeah. And really- we don't, we don't want, I mean, you know, the, how many times are we going to feel, I just want to quit. And in that moment, you do, you know, frustration, you know, uh, it hasn't gone right. You haven't had a good day. And, you know, it's all right to have that because we've got to spend that emotion to release it. But then mm-hmm. it's like, take the deep breath, step back, go and step into yourself, go and make that inner divine connection in whichever way you do it. Send to yourself and go, all right, that was a bad day. We're going to erase that. And mm-hmm. this is a new day and I'm going to start again. And I think we beat ourselves up too much for when things go wrong. Instead of going, just a bad day, out of sync today. What do I need to do to get my equilibrium back? Because now I can be back in flow. Yeah, absolutely. Getting that equilibrium back, though, can be difficult for some people when they feel, you know, how am I getting anywhere? Mm. Um, it, it, it's been in any form of business whatsoever, and the fitness business is highly competitive, whether you like it or not. Um, you know, it's your you are the proof of the pudding, so to speak. Um, but as with any businesses, people go into something going, oh, I'm going to be able to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to see to, see to this and people are going to be banging down the doors and they forget there's the accounting, there's the management, there's the this, there's the that. There's so many hats that you've got to put on. Do you recommend to your, co- to your people, delegate, get a team, get a team where you're in sync with each other, like-minded, want the same mission and work together? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we recommend uh, start building a team once the business hits a certain income level and you essentially run out of hours. And mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're a solopreneur, you're going to probably spend 80 to at least 80% of your time selling and marketing. Mm-hmm. But then what happens is, you know, let's say you had a $1,000 program and you sold it to 20 people and you hustled your butt to make that first $20,000 just to use some numbers. Well, guess what? Now you're probably going to have to spend half of that time, if not more of that time to deliver that program yeah. 
So your time to sell and market just got cut down. Mm-hmm. And this is where we now need to start. Um, I call it delegate, automate, and eliminate. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we want to definitely, uh, we help our students hire one key member every 90 days. And that might start off as a super assistant, uh, you know, an executive assistant, somebody who helps you with your calendar and maybe uh, even booking travel and clearing out your inbox and doing some social media posts or research or tags or responding to, responding to comments. I call them uh, high value tasks with low skill. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to do them, but it doesn't have to be you. And that's really the process of it, starting to build a team that surrounds you. I have seven coaches that help me deliver the promise of my program. Uh-huh. And that took time because I used to be the individual that was servicing more than 70 students. And now we have a couple hundred students. So I can't be the guy that's doing the actual coaching and the students get just as good results. So that took time to create. And um, yeah, as you slowly build out your, t- your team, you can do what the CEO is meant to do, which is focus on the vision, build the dream team, and then act as a safety net for all your different team leaders to ensure they're able to execute on their expectations. So it, it definitely, like there's new skills that have to be gained as the business grows. And uh, you know, it's one thing to learn sales and marketing. It's another thing to teach mm-hmm. sales and marketing. So um, that's, that's where it gets fun and uh, exciting. <laughs> yeah. Hire somebody with some of that skill, right? You're the conductor of the orchestra, but each, you know, each uh, person that comes to the orchestra have, has got to have some sort of, um, you know, perfection of their own, their own instrument. Right. And, you know, you're the conductor showing them how to bring that out better. Um, but even if we wear all the hats and believe me, I do. So I, you know, I truly understand um, the delegation is something that one really needs to do, but it's mm. not just delegating, as you said, automate. There are so many automated programs out there right now, but is it the right one for you? You know, just because Joe over there uses it, oh, I love it, man, you've got to use it. Is it symbiotic with you and what you do and the way you think and what you need out of it? And so there is a certain amount of research time that you need to have to find out, you know, do I need to go automation? Um, Do I need to delete this program altogether? Or do I need to spend the time in training somebody to do what I want to do? And that, again, is that chunk of time that you've got to delegate. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I always tell people this takes time to to. Uh, you know, essentially create roles and responsibilities for new team members uh, to clearly, clearly outline what their deliverables are and what their standard of performance is and how you want them to report their roles and responsibilities. So uh, I just, you know, you have to realize that when you have a team of 20, 30 people, you actually have created something that can give you real freedom, mm-hmm. um, which I got to, you know, I got to test my business this past summer. We went to uh, the States for three months. And um, I was working three days a week so that we could explore the different uh, cities we were going to uh, with my three young kids. And you start to see where your business is strong and you start to see where your business needs improvements. Um, and uh, it was, it's, a, it's a good test, but I was able to do that because I had people running the sales, running the marketing, and I was able to operate from the place nobody else in my company can do, which is still create the content and provide the vision and provide the promotions. But then I had a team that helps implement it all. Mm. So it's a journey. Um, And uh, 
I always tell people that if you go slow, you'll be able to manage um, the expectations much easier as opposed to what a lot of people do is they try and grow so fast yeah. on so many people that things start to fall through the cracks and people don't coordinate action and responsibilities aren't handed off effectively. And then people get confused on why things not getting done. And, and then the CEO takes back control and says, Oh, nobody can do it, but me. But oftentimes it maybe is the pace that you try mm. to grow at. So building your team slowly, I find there's a lot of wisdom to that. Um, you know, especially if you're starting from ground zero and you're building it, you know, one, two, three people at a time, not speaking to people out there that already have massive established companies. They probably have a whole department to just take care of that. But that's, that's something that's really worked well for me. And I encourage all of our students to do because, um, or else you just create a job for yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's scary to start hiring people because now you're paying them. And mm -hmm. what if you're not seeing a return? That's what all of our students ask us. Okay, how much should I be making in return if I'm paying them this much? And, um, and that's, that's like, you know, now you're uh, providing for somebody else too. So, you know, they're wondering, is my job stable with this guy? Yeah. Is I clear on where he's going? Or is this, this guy's all over the map? Can I trust this individual? And that requires even more leadership from the CEO. And um, it's a great challenge. You know, I think if you keep framing it as a challenge to grow and um, you keep learning on how to do it, it's, it's very exciting to build a team. Mm. Well, as you said, it's the marathon. You know, yes. uh, it's, uh, you know, open one door, don't open both doors and invite the entire world. You know, you want to have the, you know, the beta thing started off, work through the kinks, uh, build up slowly because so many businesses, uh, you know, a big promotion, big launch, everybody comes in and they're not equipped to actually tend to everybody who walks through the door. And then people, it. well, hell with this, the service sucks. I'm going to go somewhere else that's more established. So, mm -hmm. you know, the trittle effect a little bit by little bit short steps building it up you know yeah. and as steady as you go you know the ship doesn't go into full throttle straight away <laughs> you know we've got to yeah. go slowly um but then you also are paying attention to because uh, your vision is one thing i want to do this uh, but as you go you realize mm, maybe that vision needs to change or is a little bit further out of reach i need to do x y and z before i even get there and when you are hiring people, you want to know because there's so much science now behind things like two colors. And I've actually got a show last week on actually the personality types of who you're hiring. Are they complementary to the rest of the team? Because mm -hmm. you don't need two of the same type of people. You want the diverse approaches, the diverse perspectives in mm -hmm. order to get around a picture. So a lot of people think, oh, this is wonderful. I'm going to have my own business, especially in, you know, in, in, uh, uh, the gym business or fitness business, a lot of people step out into that. And then they start realizing actually how much work it is. It doesn't yeah. matter you're doing what you love. It's still a business. Yes. And businesses still have that mundane stuff, that stuff you can't stand to do, like bookkeeping yeah. um, or billing or anything like that. That's where you hire people to do it for you, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Yeah, I always say the boring stuff is the stuff that produces the breakthroughs. Yes, that might be yeah, getting into your numbers. But yeah, you can have a team that helps you with that. I don't know how to create a P&L, but my accountant sits me down at the start of the month and we go through it and we go through all the line items. And that's a discipline. And that's not exciting. But you have to start seeing, you know, what are what, how much do we want to profit as a business? And mm -hmm. okay, we didn't profit as much as we wanted to. 
Um, yeah, you just keep identifying new areas for improvement. And I think, you know, I think that's the best advice to give business owners. Like people are trying to arrive when you're never going to, it's like coming from the bodybuilding world as well. You're never going to be big enough. Right. You'll be lean enough. You know, and should big- you be? Should you be? You know, can right. you not be happy with not having to be big enough? You know, that's yeah. chasing an illusion. Yeah. And to try and find contentment in, you know, progress and just kind of finding, you know, value in, hey, I'm not a quitter. I'm building something that's impacting people's lives. Can we set metrics and milestones for sure? But to just realize that, hey, we're moving forward and um yeah not to get consumed with the um you know maybe the the metrics that can i think swallow people up and give them i call it you know finding your identity and your self-worth versus your net worth sort versus your self-worth yeah and and your self-worth is something you can control Mm -hmm. and um, i think that's a big big part about staying in this game a long time and doing some of those things like, you know, bookkeeping and building a team that isn't exciting, but it is necessary. It's not the sexy stuff, but it's stuff that has to be done in order to keep growing or else you'll stay stuck. Yeah. You, get, you, know, you know, you get stuck in the weeds. And the person who loves doing the bookkeeping, that's their forte. They exactly. love numbers. So yeah. why are you going to tear your own hair out doing something you low, give it to someone and it's just, oh, it's natural for them. Do, 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 you know, and uh, that's see other people's strengths and hire them (laughs) how much of your faith has helped you kind of get through this because obviously you know starting it building it up learning to learn and then to teach how much of the faith do you call on to help you yeah that's a a great question I, I really find that my faith gives me my true identity and knowing who I am in terms of um knowing that I'm already valuable Hmm. Uh, knowing that I've already been chosen that I'm, I'm all, you know, I'm already, you know, I'm, it's okay that I'm, I'm, I have these thoughts that I'm unqualified. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe in my faith that, you know, God partners with people that are unqualified so that he can get the glory. He's not going to partner with people that like, what's the big, what's the inspiration behind watching somebody who had everything fed to them on a silver platter. Like right. So I kind of, I just, I, I try to find my value in who I am and not my valuables. Right. Yes. Mm. So where some of my buddies, you know, I've, you know, been, I've been in this for over 15 years and I've got friends now who are running massive companies over nine figures a year, but their marriages are starting to fall right. apart. I've seen two very close friends go through really, really nasty uh, divorces and they're losing everything. And uh, I'm not judging them, but what I am seeing is that, um, my faith has helped me to stay true to what's important. And, you know, I work from nine to four 30. I don't work in the evening times. I don't work on the weekends. You know, we have mandatory date night and, and, uh, my wife and I go away every three months and I do my best to be present with my kids, knowing that business is not the only thing. So that's where my faith really comes in. It, it anchors me to what's most important. Mm. Uh, well it's also that core value isn't it when when in doubt go in that core that gut that beautiful intuition you know no I should do this you know no I shouldn't do this you know it just ask for the help and the help is there and yeah. it's uh you know sometimes you know we we the arrow on on the um 
on the gauge is, is going which way, which way, and just center yourself, take that deep breath, offer that divine help, and it will be there. And then you have the clarity of which way to go. You may not know why you're going to need to go that way, but you need to go that way and you go in trust, right? You go in faith and then you're always going down the right way. Oh, and you another, know, yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to add to the faith element of like, that was a part of my identity, but they also like, as your business grows, you have to keep taking risks mm-hmm. I'll, I'll kind of speak to that. And I think also just, you know, my very first investment was into a uh, business coach um, on two credit cards when I was, you know, working paycheck to paycheck in the gym. And, you know, that was a decision I had to operate on faith. Like there was no guarantee. I remember I asked the business coach for a guarantee. I said, I'll sign up if there's a guarantee. And he said, uh, well, there's no guarantee because I, I can guarantee my time, but I don't know what you're doing with your time. Right. Mm-hmm. That was like, that's mm-hmm. a good one. And then I realized yeah. if he could guarantee it, then how's my faith going to be exercised? Yes. And this is like a muscle. The more you, mm-hmm. the, how do you develop more faith? You put out more faith. Mm-hmm. It's like trust. How do you gain trust in somebody? Mm-hmm. You, you give them more trust. Right. People don't, you don't, they don't have, they can't, or how do they earn the trust? Well, you have to first give it to them and see how they use it. Right. I think what happened is now, you know, I'm not a, you know, you make, you, you kind of flex your faith muscles small when you start, but then you start flexing them bigger and bigger because even when maybe you made a decision that failed, it didn't work out. You made a bad decision and you just have faith that, Hey, I'm not going to fall apart. I'm going to no. recover. I'm going to pivot. I'm going to learn from it. So you have faith to make bigger and bigger decisions. And um, I think you're also, you know, gifted by the big guy that you get more opportunities because you're using the gifts that you've been given. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's not what you do. It's who you are. And when you are in that faith center and you are doing this because you want people to succeed, you're doing this because you want people to benefit. You're doing this because you want everybody involved to have an abundant life. When you're doing it from that heart, from that center, people feel that. So they see you, they feel you and your authentic intention before they really even comprehend what it is you do. People who walk around with, I do, I am, instead of, you know, this is my essence. You want your essence of who you are and where it's coming from to, you know, precede you so that people feel you first and it's like I know I can work with this person I know I can trust this person I feel that aura and that aura is that connection to the divine and it is that trust in that you know you're doing it for the right reason and that's what other people pick up on yeah that's yeah I I really like how you said that and that's probably why I'm comfortable being vocal about my faith on on the internet where I've had some buddies privately message me and they're like Hey man, is that good for business? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, this isn't a tactic, man. I'm just being myself. Yes, I'm exactly. Not, if hung out in person, if if that came into the subject matter, I'd be happy to talk about it. It's not something. It wouldn't be much of a faith if I was afraid to talk about it. That's kind of the way I see right. it. And you know, you you know, it is a faith. You haven't defined which faith it is because other people have different faiths. The whole point is is following something that has this beautiful divine essence energy that guides us. And when we tap into that, when we allow that, when we travel with it, we can't go wrong. Yeah. You know, and if we do go wrong, it's purposely just to have pick up a lesson. Yeah. 
yeah. you know, to realize oh, that didn't work. Let's go this way. But in, you're never alone in the decision making. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's just being transparent too. like, you know, I don't even mind sharing uh, the faith that I believe because I just want people to know. I just feel. Yes. I want people to know when they come into my world, they know who Vince is, what he stands for. And I just, you know, I've had, I have people in our coaching programs of all, um, you know, different religions and people mm -hmm. know who, where I stand and they're fine with that because they don't get sideballed. Right. And they actually respect it because they're, it's authentic because I'm not keeping it to myself. So yes. for, it's always been natural. I know that's not, I'm not saying my way is the way for everybody to operate, but for me, it's always been natural for me to integrate my faith into my, my content, uh, into a lot of my, you know, the way I teach, I'm an inspire. So I, you know, I bring a lot of hope to my, to my students and, uh, you know, I just, it's who I am. So I double down on, you know, how I lead and how I lead is very rooted in having faith in a bigger and better future and that everything you're you've been put here to do is mm -hmm. intentional you're not here by accident and right. and the people that love that message more of them find my world people that don't mm -hmm. jive with it they'll find someone else which is which is yes worked out for everybody <laughs> yeah yeah i say i'm not everybody's cup of tea and somebody's strong cup of coffee you know yeah. it's yeah. and it's okay and, and also you said inspiration inspiration begets invitation Right. When you are so inspired by someone, you're invited by them to actually go, I really like what he's saying, what he's doing, what is inside of me that I can let out. Mm -hmm. If he can do it, surely I can. He's yeah. not only doing it, but he's sharing how he's doing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, how many, yeah. right? That, how many people, people just keep it to themselves? I'm going to keep my success to myself so you can revere me. Instead, you're going, look, mate, I did this. I'm sharing it. Try it out and see if it works for you. I've had a lot of people come into my coaching program and just tell me you've inspired, to be, inspired me to be more vocal about like my personal life, mm -hmm. more vocal about what I believe. And, you know, I never would have thought, but I'm starting to see that that's what makes me who I am. And, you know, kind of the retouch on something we said at the start, people don't buy coaching. Right. You know, coaching is something you can get, you know, John Maxwell's got over a hundred books on coaching, right? You can get this information mm -hmm. on Amazon for 99 cents for books. YouTube, this one, everybody's got a platform. Yeah. Yeah, everybody. So everyone's got some great coaching information, but what people buy at the end of the day is the coach. Yes. They buy, yes. the coach, they buy a coach they buy the coach and not the coach the coaching is the benefit but yeah the guys that i've hired and given money to or one of my mentors bejo schooling i just rep love who he is he's mm -hmm. a you know, strong man he puts his family first i just i i just trust him i believe like when he's saying what he's saying it's lived out and i feel like i'm getting the guy that i wouldn't be surprised if i saw maybe a secret life kind of thing i'm like this is i, I like how he carries himself and how he impacts and how he communicates. So I find that brings a better version of me out. So, yeah, I think well, that's it's why the I essence, isn't it? It's yeah, the essence of you. Exactly. It's the essence. And I like the aura and, and, mm. and that I'm buying, I'm buying him. And I also relate to his upbringing that like he wasn't mm. a naturally gifted guy. He was, you know, as an immigrant and he had to hit the fight for everything. And I feel like that's me. I have to fight for everything too. So, um, and that, helps me believe that I can do it. So that, that essence that he gives off inspires me to believe more in myself and take more action with the actual information he's giving me. Yeah. You know, my son has a restaurant and 
it's it's done exceptionally well even through COVID. You know, he learned to pivot, he learned to um, more deliveries and specially vent foods that people could pick up. And he's got staff that are literally moving from one town to the other so they can live closer because mm -hmm. they know it's a family. He calls mm -hmm. it humble roots and it's a family. And people know that, yes, the restaurant serves this and serves that. And it's this quaint little place in the kind of the countryside, but it's him. Mm. It's him. It's his absolute passion for people to walk away with a smile on the face and a smile in their stomach. Mm. Right. And if they walk away with those two smiles and they come back again because they really remembered having a good time for him, that's success. But he used to be driven by money. Oh. And now it's completely reversed. He's never worked as hard as he is in his life, but he's never been so fulfilled or so abundant. And I think this is, you know, we talk about the seven figures and all of that, but if you're driven by the money, you're yeah. missing the meaning of the purpose. Absolutely, let, yeah. let the purpose drive you. The money will come. Yeah. No, I love that story. No, it's so true. I mean, the, and the problem is with the money. I heard this from a pastor. He said the rich line is always moving. Mm -hmm. <laughs> out of reach <laughs> you're hanging out with people that are at seven figures then when you get there you're hanging out with people at eight figures then yeah. when you get there you're hanging out with people so it's it's that invisible line that um can be very distracting so uh just have and, to and, and very you know illusional because how many people get up to that higher line and the more they go up there the more they're disconnected from the very roots and the very foundation of what they believe in in the first place so yeah. you never want to get so rich that you forget your roots i've seen people switch industries just to chase the money because mm -hmm. guys that were in the muscle space or the you know you know fat loss space and then they're chasing you know supplements for like um you know they're selling fat-free coconut oil i'm like <laughs> like blood sugar pill i'm like you never were even into this when i first met you and they're like yeah but the money's better over here i'm like I never did that. And yeah, maybe there's a bigger, you know, niche to tap into. But for me, I think of my kids now and I think of my son, Gianluca, or my daughter, Melia or Abriana asking me, daddy, what do you do? And being able to say, oh, I create fat-free coconut oil and sell it with, you know, long-form sales. I'm like, I don't want to be that guy that says that. I want to say, hey, I help people build their businesses. You know, I help people achieve freedom. I'm like, oh, cool, right? So I think of now, like, there's a there's a there's a legacy being passed on. Yeah. What am I going to see when we're on all these trips? How does Daddy pay for all this? And then I visualize the live events that we have and rooms full of people because that's what I grew up with seeing my dad as a pastor mm -hmm. in front of a thousand people on Sundays. And I'm like thinking of all these people's lives who are being impacted. I'm like, what a cool! This is so cool. My dad is helping them. He's like a spiritual yeah. coach. And I like, I want my kids to see daddy's helping people build their businesses. And I think that's maybe a lot for, at least in my opinion, that's much more aspirational. <laughs> you know, the, the inspirational too, you know, um, for all of your coaches that are with you and helping you build all these other businesses, the whole thing is, is never to lose sight of the reason why. Right. And ultimately we are put here on this earth to be of service. To one another now not servitude we don't want you to be a slave to the job we don't want you to be in something you resent we don't want you to become so blinded by the money the fame and the ego that you've forgotten the, the why you're doing it but to 
be abundant and enriched by what you do and that wherever the money goes it's just money yes yeah. it buys you better things it gives you better security it allows you to have those holidays and the growth but if you're miserable none of that will ever ever make you happy that happiness is knowing of how many lives you've impacted how many lives are better because of your the work you do and yeah. how many people have found themselves and go oh gosh he did I can, and I'm going to now explore myself, my own self-discovery. So that inspiration is always so far afield if you're coming from the very core and the very source of it. Fantastic, I love that. We can't ever lose that, can we? And, and a lot of people do. They, you know, they get on that bandwagon and off they go. They suddenly, you see this in uh, networking companies. Um, you've got the few at the top that are the personalities that drive everything. And then you've got the other people that have bought into it. But the, those are the people at the top are making the money. They pull their money out. They go on to something else. And the other people go, but I bought into something. Where is it now? Where's wow. the guidance? Yeah. I'm lost, right? And so. <laughs> I was a part of a few of those groups about 20 years. I went through right. more of those long time ago. And it's full of hype. You know, and yeah, there's a lot of MLM companies that have really do have good products. And if you're looking at the products and on the service, uh, yeah. because you want to get it out there to make a difference in their life. But if it's in there, rah, 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 I'm going to make you a millionaire. Go and knock on people's doors. You know, it's like immediately I break out into hives. Forget it. Yeah. So it, is, um, it is so fake. And it, all it is is getting them rich at your expense. So the other mm -hmm. question is, whatever you're doing is ask your why. Why am I doing this? Whom do I want to impact? If you're doing it for the seven figures, you're not going to reach that goal because you're doing it for the right reason. If you're wanting to make an impact on someone's life, then be willing to be prepared and train for the marathon. Yeah, I love that. That's fantastic. How do people get hold of you? and What are you offering them right now? The best place would be my Instagram account. They'll see a blue verified account at Vince Del Monte. And uh, if anybody wants to uh, chat with me, just send me a message. That's the easiest place. Or they can friend request me on Facebook. I just send a message though, so um, I can respond to it and accept you as a friend. So Facebook or Instagram, Vince Del Monte is the best place to get a hold of me. And of course, you have a YouTube where you put up a great deal, which is Vince Del Monte. Yeah. And um, I've got both of your assistants here that then get hold of you and also your website. Yes. Yeah. The um, Another spot, we uh, have a podcast as well, three times mm. the Vince Del Monte podcast show. And it's primarily for men who want to become better in the five M's of manhood, muscle, mindset, money, mission, and marriage. But we do have a female audience as well. So um, podcasts or the Instagram or the Facebook are the best spots. Okay, right. And, uh, you know, um, those five points are very, very good because without the right mindset, uh, you're not going to have anything else, you know, and it's funny enough, actually, I have a show coming out this week all about men as well on how men find it difficult to speak their feelings, oh. right, uh, you know, and it's uh, because you've not been trained to, it's macho, I've got yeah. to be the leader, I've got to be this, and where women can pour it out with each other yeah. and feel better and support each other, men, it's, you know, her, 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 tap on the back, and I don't want to know because I don't know what to do with it, so I encourage men, please, to speak out it's okay to be vulnerable, please. We don't need you to be macho. We'll love you anyway. <laughs> That's a podcast for another day. My wife and I do this game called Five Minutes. Mm -hmm. 
for uh, five minutes um, each day, we have to share how we felt when our partner did something, mm. but the other person can't respond. It's just an opportunity to share how you felt. And it's one thing that was good and one thing that wasn't so good. So, hey, when I came upstairs after I worked out and I was in my tank top, I felt really acknowledged by your eyes, mm-hmm. you know, or, hey, when I, I came up late, uh, you came up late, um, I didn't feel appreciated after a long day. And we starting to learn. This is easy for her. This is hard for me. So I yes. just, I'm echoing what you're saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, there's an excellent uh, thing on um, Men Are Enough, I think it is. Um, it's on Facebook. I do and various celebrities sharing that vulnerability. And I do encourage men please do be vulnerable because actually that's much sexier <laughs> than the maturism. Yeah. You know? So um, it's okay to be that. Thank you so much for sharing here today and, uh, you know, wish you well in everything that you're doing and all the people that you benefit and, uh, you know, um, faith or not faith driven. It's uh, the authenticity uh, and the, the reason of why you're doing it is definitely real. And so if people want to reach out with, uh, you know, their, starting their coaching business or anything you're there to help so thank you so much thank you sir until next time folks remember it is a marathon anything you do in life and don't go oh no i don't want this marathon i promise you that marathon will grow and it'll be a steady growth and it will constantly grow at a pace that you can manage if you're in there for the sprint it's over and then what so be prepared for the marathon until next time bye for now We hope that you enjoyed the show. You will hear many, many shows here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. We have new shows for you out every week. Just find them on our podcast or or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.